So yeah, so it's quite easy to find a job internationally with a UNSW degree. Welcome to UNSW Alumni Spotlight, where we talk with our postgraduate alumni about their professional and personal stories. We'll hear what they've achieved in their professional life and how postgraduate study helped shape their career path. I'm Sarah McDonald. And today I'm with Terence Chow. He's an architect at Architectus, and he studied the Bachelor of Architecture and the Masters of Architecture at UNSW Sydney. So, Terence, you were born in Sydney and you left when you were quite young. You went to Hong Kong, yes. where your parents were from. What kind of environment was that to grow up in? Yeah, it's quite interesting. Like comparing to Australia, it's actually um, quite similar because there's a lot of like um, Western people around the area as well. It's near the airport. There's a lot of like pilots and other professional around. So I actually quite like... I didn't find it very difficult from going to back to Hong Kong from Australia. And that was my primary school time. But and then I moved to the Kowloon side, which is more like Hong Kong area, which is a little bit more dense in terms of like population and things like that. So yeah, I just like gradually um, fit back into the Chinese society, I guess. It's a very built up landscape though, isn't it? Hong yes. Kong too. So you were surrounded by skyscrapers, mm-hmm. you, I'm assuming you lived in, a, in yep. a tall building. Yeah. So you had that sort of environment around you, that built environment as a, as a young person. Did mm. you think a lot about buildings and different types of buildings? What kind of kid were you like that? Yeah, when I was a kid, um, actually quite artistic. So I like um, doing paintings. I like creative stuff. I do like play Legos and things like that. And yeah, back to your question, yeah, Hong Kong is actually like very dense. Like I live in a very small apartment, which like it's very expensive in Hong Kong to yeah. to live in a very big apartment. Um, yeah, it does changes my mind a little bit. Like how can I improve the living quality of like staying in a dense city like that? And um, Hong Kong got a lot of like interesting architecture as well. Like Hong Kong is an international city, so there's like different architects, like different firms from all over the world they come and design stuff so there's like Norman Foster's like HSBC building so it's a quite interesting building and yeah that's how I build up my interest in architecture I guess. Yes because it's it, there's architects and uh, influences from all over the world yes. it's such a global economy there yes. playing out on that small place mm. where there's so much different influences so you're already building buildings in Lego from a very yes, young age yes yes <laughs> and you came back to Australia to go to university why mm-hmm. did you want to come to university in Australia it's probably mainly because of my family as well like influenced by my family like they decided to come back and just come back together and then do my uni and the educational system is quite a little bit different it's not it's not like super different but yeah it's probably more relaxed here than you can like let go um just do whatever you want it's less um constrained in terms of like design and things like that you you do whatever you want in hong kong it's probably more system a bit more rigid would yes you say? yes right. correct yeah it's more rigid yeah okay and how different was your actual living quarters before we talk about what you studied in terms of how you lived in sydney when you first returned compared to hong mm. kong that may have informed you as an architect later on so actually when i came back to australia um we moved into the apartment that i was living where i was like born so that was in erskineville 
again, like it's, it's not it's not a huge apartment. It's like, but it's much bigger than than the one in Hong Kong, and it's there's green areas everywhere. There's parks, so it's quite nice. Like coming back to Australia, the weather is perfect. Hong Kong weather is terrible. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a really good thing. Yeah, you felt more space too. Yes, yes, mm. exactly. But it, it was it was very quite difficult at the beginning because all my friends from high school, primary school, they they're in Hong Kong. Even though there's one or two like that actually came together as well, like came to Australia together, so that helps a little bit. But yeah, there's a bit of like cultural difference at the beginning, but after a while, it's just get used to it and just start enjoying the beaches and parks and yeah. So you didn't study architecture initially. Why did you start studying psychology when you first came? Psychology, I guess, sounds pretty cool as a psychologist, like. You read people's mind, like do things like that. It's very exciting, and you can call yourself a psychologist, which again, is, it sounds very cool for me at the beginning. But um, after so I studied for one year. But after I go into more detail, learn more about what psychology is. It's about the brain, how how it works, the mental function, these kind of things. It's actually like very difficult to to study the mind as the brain as well like a lot of things are based on statistic they're not 100% um, sure if that's a real like it's an imperfect real, science yeah. yes 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 correct right working yes, with the mind yes, it's like, it's, it's, it doesn't have clear boundaries like architecture yeah and yeah, yeah correct yeah <laughs> you don't build things up yeah so why architecture why did you decide to, to study the built environment? So architecture, as I've mentioned earlier, like I actually like have built up my interest in architecture. I love like doing Legos and things like that. So I was thinking, oh, instead of studying something, like reading articles that might, might not be true, I'd rather go out there, design creative and improve, like do something that's um, bring back to the society, improve the quality of living, improve like the space, create space for people with lights and architecture, expression, those kind of things. So I, I found that's more suitable for me and also for my career as well, my future career. I guess it goes with psychology though, because if we're in an awful environment, if we live in an awful environment, it does impact on our happiness and our mm, state mm, of mind, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. They do go together a little bit. Mm. I mean, most people, to, to become a fully-fledged working architect and uh, be recognised, you need to do the Master of Architecture. So for you, it was a natural progression. Yes, correct. So to get registered in Sydney, in Australia, you have to do um, finish off the master degree, so three years of bachelor and then two years of master's. And then you got to have around two years of professional experience and then you can start doing the exam. So yeah, master is part of the the requirement to be to get registered. And as part of your degree, you went back to Hong Kong and, and worked on a project. Tell us about that. So yeah, during my bachelor, I did like went to Hong Kong during my summer break. So I was working for one of the company called WCWP. So they're doing a lot of like large scale projects in Hong Kong. There's, I was working on one of the luxury multi-residential building. So that was a very exciting um, project. It was it was a um, collaboration project with um, Norman Foster, which is a pop, very famous UK firm. So that was a great experience. Mm. And, and because it was somewhere you'd grown up, you had connections already, you've got language must have been a coming together of so many different 
parts of you really doing yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Because I've got so many friends in Hong Kong. So normally during Christmas, I will fly back to Hong Kong and enjoy my holiday. So that's the year that I decide to do something like more interesting, like start working in the professional area. So yeah, like for me, it's not too difficult to work overseas because I've got connection over there. Yeah. And did you find that that was strengthened when you did your master's? Who, who were you studying with? Where, did you have people around you that had, a, had all sorts of different global connections? Yep. So, um, yeah, in Australia, it's an international um, multicultural country, which is great because, yeah, there's all, um, people from overseas came to Australia, so everyone's kind of like on the same page as well. So we get along together very well. So it's like people from Hong Kong, people from China, from Taiwan, from Philippines, from all over the world. So we all study together, which is very good. And I've made some like um, lifetime friends as well. I would imagine that travel is an important part of framework for someone working in architecture to see other buildings and their environment and yes. their culture that they're within. Mm, yes, correct. So. As an architect, like we all love going to different countries because there's like different architecture. Like you go and study the building. Like during uni, you might study a lot of buildings in Europe, some uh, buildings in Japan. But at the same time, you really want to go overseas and go and experience these buildings. Like they really changes your perspective, and it really helps in terms of creativity and your design as well. So yes, like it's very important to go overseas and do some travelling. Where have you travelled that's really helped with your ideas about design? So, so far I've been, like obviously China, I've been a lot of different places and also been to Japan. Like I, Personally, I really love the architecture in Japan. So I've been to Osaka, Tokyo, because like, again, those are like international cities and there's like different famous architects that have been like designing and creating buildings. Very in creative, those area. Yeah. modernist yeah, buildings yeah. in Japan? Or? One of the, f- yeah, yes, yes, yeah. very modernist. Yeah, there's a mix. So yeah, like Tado Endo, um, Sana. So we actually have been working with these architects like recently as well. So in Australia, there's a lot of like international projects that we collaborate and work together. So yeah, I get to meet these nice architects, yeah. And and what about the people that you studied with? Where are they now around the the world and the country? Are they mostly in Australia or Sydney? Yeah, so um, I think around half of like my group like went back to their own country, like Hong Kong, and some decided to stay and we work together. So um, actually, there's two of the students that we um been studying together during masters. We went to the same firm because our tutor at that time like have offered us the job so we all went to the same company which is architectus your tutor in your master's course yes. offered you a job yes exactly that's pretty good yeah yeah <laughs> yes it's excellent so straight out of it you <laughs> yeah that's set. the perfect thing you need mm. and yeah and my tutor actually invited me to do some teaching as well so i'm currently teaching masters as a casual so you're so, back at UNSW yeah, teaching yeah. and students. And I'm pretty much doing the same thing as well. I've been offering the students jobs and they were quite successful. So, yeah, it's excellent. So it seems like there's a very porous line between student and teacher and, and the actual working environment in, yeah, your, yes. in your area, isn't yeah. there? So that's I think that's a good thing about UNSW as well because there's the tutors here actually like have 
practical experience they're actually working as well. So it's, it's a good connection between education and the real world. So I found, yeah, that's, that's, that's my opinion, yeah. Tell me about one of the big projects that you're working on now. You're working on a, on a massive project in Sydney, in the centre of Sydney. Yeah, I wouldn't call it massive, but it's quite a nice building. The building might not be massive, but the work yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, the work is definitely <laughs> massive. Um, it's a four-storey boutique commercial building on Jaw Street. So it's yeah, right next to Wynyard Station, opposite the Australian Square. So it's um, it's actually one of my first project that I've been working, start working on um, after graduation. So I've started from concept design to design development, and then now it's like under construction. So that's very exciting because as architect, that's that's what you want. You want to design a building, and you don't want to get it built, and which is quite where for, for a lot of people like I was actually quite lucky that I can deliver the building that I've designed so yeah uh, yeah that's that's um I feel very excited and and what is the concept that you're now seeing come alive in front of your eyes what, how yeah. did you envisage the building what kind of building did you want it to be and what sort of work environment mm. did you want it to establish yeah, it's actually a very interesting question because at the beginning is the, diff- the design was totally different so like me and with my director and my principal, like we design a very excited, exciting um, design, which with like diagonal facade and then there's like tilted double story entry for the retail. So it, it was a very nice design and everyone loves it. The client loves it. Everyone loves it. Whoever we tell, like show them they, they love it. But the problem is we have to submit this um, DA to get approved from the council and council got a different point of view. They think that's not Sydney enough. We need a lot of like characters from Sydney. So we kind of have to change the design to get that approved so we can build it. So yeah, there's there's a little bit of um, changes to the design. So now, I mean, it's still a very good design now, but it's just not my original idea. So now it's more about like sandstone, you know, sandstones like Sydney's um, one of the major the foundation. Like, material, yeah, foundation, yeah. yeah. Back in the 1970s, 80s, they use sandstone a lot. So people don't generally think Sydney should be built out of sandstone. So it relates to the heritage context as well. So yeah, we kind of agree with that and go along with it. So now the design is more like um, a rectangular building, but with like very nice detail with um, double height glazing and then unitized um, facade system with stone panels with um, sandstone from Gosford Quarry, which is again in Sydney. So that's, that's actually a quite nice and elegant design. Was part of the course that you had to, uh, that you and the things you learned in a Master of Architecture about learning to adapt design and ideals mm. to place, yep. to bureaucracy, yep. to, you know, a culture. Is yep. that a big part of it? Yes, definitely. Like architecture is a, is, is a quite um, professional like thing. Like you really have to understand the plans, the drawings and design and understand the urban context as well. Like what I've kept like telling my students, a great design should relate to it, to its context. So it should give back to the, to the city um, to the urban context. So it's not just about a building, it's about how people use it and how it relates back to the city, things like that. So yeah, uni is definitely a very good place to build up that kind of skills and concept and then bring you to the next level. And do you think that there's more 
I suppose, uh, freedom for you as an architect. Now you can work in Australia and Hong Kong. You've got those cross-cultural mm. and professional contacts yep. and, and relationships that are established. Mm. Mm. Does it free you up to jump to different countries perhaps in the future around the world that you've got that more international focus but still an understanding of place? Yeah, definitely. So during uni, like, I built up connections. People went back to Hong Kong and they actually becomes architect in Hong Kong as well. So, yeah, we still in contact and every time I go to Hong Kong or when they come visit Sydney, we will, like, meet up and have lunch, things like that. So, yeah, it was quite interesting. Like, we talk about how different countries, like, even though you're, you're architect, but the way they work is very different. So, yeah, that's, that's a good thing for me to understand how people work in different country. And also, like, for me, if I want to go to Hong Kong to, to, to work, I don't think that's too difficult because I've got the connection through uni already. And, yeah, I can just give them a call and it's probably quite easy to find a job over there. So, yeah, I think, yep. And there's an appreciation of, a, of an Australian degree at UNSW. Mm. Yes, yes. And that's, that's actually one of the major reasons why I choose and my family choose to come to Australia because Australia got, they recognise your degree. So, yeah, so it's quite easy to find a job internationally with our UNSW certificate, yeah. And do you have a favourite building here or overseas that you think is just brilliant architecture that you often mm. think of in your mind when you're designing and working or talking to your students? Yeah, there's definitely like a lot of buildings that I like. Um, one particularly is the one in Japan. It's called the Moriyama House. So I did a very like detailed study on that building during my uni. What's it look like? Um, it's quite it's quite different. So the site is very very small in Japan, as you can imagine, but it's actually break up into different like small boxes, and uh, each of these boxes there's like um, different cow space that you can um, enjoy, and then there's different like garden space as well. So it's quite like a, a nice modern kind of um, design. So that's that's one of the my favorite, and I've actually went to Tokyo and visit that that place as well yeah and the architect sana we're actually like doing some work with them as well at the moment in sydney so the gallery the art gallery art gallery of new yes, south wales of new south wales yes so that's um with the accommodation together with sana and then we actually have won that so yeah now we're just delivering it so you're getting to work with yeah, people work with you my favorite architects. Yeah, like, so I'm, 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 I'm not in the team, but I've like I've seen them around, and yeah, it's quite exciting. Yeah. So, what would you advise people who are thinking of uh, studying further and studying architecture, and, and, and in particular, a master of architecture? So, I think it's very interesting, like uh, very important to like what you do. Some students might just like do the degree because they, they want to finish the degree. But it's very important, especially for architecture, it's very important to, to like what you do, to love a design, a space for other people to use, to enjoy. So yeah, again, I think it's, it's very important to do something that you like because that's going to be your future career and you're going to work on it. Otherwise, a lot of people just like, move around and change to other kind of views after. So, yeah, it's important to like what you do. 
It sounds to me like architecture is not just your career, though. It is very much your life and your yeah, perspective it is. Yeah, on and the world. Yeah, it's really hard work as well. You've got to put your life into it. You have to spend a lot of time. So a lot of us actually like working over time for like just because we 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 um, enjoy it as well. Like it's, even though it's very 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 um very hard work, but we enjoy it at the same time. So we don't mind like staying late and like develop the the idea and create a space that we really want to make it perfect because yeah you really have to love what you do well thank you so much terence for talking to us today where can people find out more about your work and see some of those buildings that we've talked about thanks sarah so um yeah definitely you can find my profile through linkedin and it got all my like the projects that i've been worked on um 275 short street will be ready by early 2020 so you're probably gonna see my design in the city soon um there's also other other design that i've been working on in brisbane there's triplets it's very tall building so yeah hopefully that will get built soon as well and there's another competition like 46 Bly Street hopefully we'll win that and there's going to be like um, hotel tower on Bly Street so again it's in the city of Sydney Thank you so much for talking to me about your work and uh, your life today Great to chat Thanks For more information on UNSW courses please visit futurestudents.unsw.edu.au